welcome back to the Daughters of the Moon. We are talking to you today. Today, though, Mom is not actually physically with me. She is somewhere else healing from her foot surgery. So I am. I'm, I'm here remotely. <laughs> so it'll so be say. it'll be different, but cool nevertheless. <laughs> so uh, she doesn't have her cards with her. So I'm just going to do one. I've got a new deck. They're called the Light Seer's Tarot, and they're kind of cool actually, but. The card that I drew is the moon and nice. it says when we're faced with uncertainty and illusion, it can feel like we are drowning. Trust that you will be okay. Even if you can't seem to distinguish up from down right now, when you stop struggling to see that, which you simply cannot see because it remains obscured behind shadows of the moonlight, you will experience a deep release that will allow you to float to the surface of your truth. The moon card asks you to go within, find comfort in the darkness, and calmly listen to the whispers of your own intuition. There is divinity and magic here. When you fall into the moon's still waters, your inner wisdom will embrace you and push you towards the light. She will reinvigorate your creativity and resurrect your spark as long as you go beyond your own fears to find her. Dive into the healing embrace, breathe past insecurities, and let her dimly lit magic guide you to go home. And the affirmation is, I am safe and I reach new levels of unconscious knowing as I surrender to the will of the universe. And it's, it's nice. yeah, it's kind of a cool card because it almost kind of looked like she's, well, she is underwater, but there's like these two wolves howling at the moon. One's black, one's white. So kind of like the yin yang. And it's like right. she's just trusting that everything's going to come up and like we know the moon does the waves and stuff. So it is. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Very nice. I can't wait to see them, actually. Yeah. Although my Fun. husband says, do you really need another deck? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yes. yes, you do. The answer is yes. Anyways, they're by Chris Ann is who they're by, but. Nice, very nice. Well, I can't, I can't wait to see it. Alrighty. Anyway, so yeah. we thought it's we'd okay. maybe touch on some things that we've talked about in the past that maybe go into a little deeper or um, just kind of do a mixed bag tonight since we're not together and didn't really have a topic picked out. So uh, <laughs> we did not. So one of the things that we did talk about a little bit was tea leaves. So oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. So if we wanted to talk about tea leaves and like we've been doing it forever. And I think we said that in our past episode is yeah. you taught me how to do them. And, uh, and, and I guess for us, as we kind of look at the tea leaves, right. And just see what pictures we see with them and then what messages that we get with them. That's right, and it's really interesting with tea leaf reading too, because we're just talking about this the other day to someone, and um, but because our eyes are so different in everybody's body, and our minds go along with that, of course, and so what we see in our teacups sometimes is not going to be exactly the same thing as the next person's going to see in the teacup, but it'll probably be read somewhat similar. Yeah, I would. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I agree with that because I think what okay for lack of a better word a blob of a tea leaf what you see and what i see may be very different 
Right. And I know when you were teaching me and even still when we look at tea leaves together, you know, if I don't see it, you sort of show me the well, this is how I see it. And then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that now, right? Right. Right. But I think that's the whole idea with teacup reading. It's the trust. Your intuition and you're reading it, that that is me thing. And of course, but the tea leaf reading, the stuff at the bottom of the cup is the farthest away. The stuff at the top of the cup is the closest to what's happening now, right? Right. So it's really interesting because as you go down the side of the teacup and you do it a special way, we could talk about that too maybe, um, that uh, the, the tea leaves go all over inside the teacup. So it's easier to get a read that way. Sometimes a glove, it pops up into one thing but hopefully that doesn't happen but even at that it can still see what's uh see stuff in the reading and if it does come together you know yeah with the leaves. that's right and i think too when you drink the tea and then you put it upside down on the cup that helps a little bit kind of get rid of some of those. it does and i mean you have to be careful that you're not putting so much tea in there that it is clumping on purpose because there's too much leaves that's right. right. And a lot of people don't like tea leaf readings just because of that. Yeah. They don't want to have the, the that feeling of the tea leaves going into their mouths. I mean, you can try to suffer or stop it a little bit with your teeth, but you still do get some. Yeah. It's but kind I mean, of like Turkish that, coffee, right? True. true very true. <laughs> so and that's true. But I mean, it's still good. <laughs> it, it is. Right? And I think some people like it because you can see it. And some people, I feel like, if you're just doing a mediumship or something like that, where you're not using cars or you're not using tea leaves or anything like that. And as much as you're seeing the pictures, you're still channeling from the universe, but it, I think it makes some people more comfortable when they can totally. see that physical thing in front of them. Like, Oh, they turned over the Oracle card. Oh, they're looking at the tea leaves there. So even though you're still channeling the messages and you're getting stuff through that picture, I think some people just like that. Um, I think too, which which is neat out of tea leaves too, is when the person is looking at their own teacup, like you, if you're doing a reading for them, you're going to take the teacup first and you're going to do the reading for them. But if you let them have the teacup too and try to see what they see, um, it's kind of cool too because um, they will also have an interpretation of what they see in there, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, so you put those two together. Plus, I think too is when you're doing tv reading and someone else is looking at their cup sometimes it gives you a minute too where they're looking to sort of get into their psyche a bit too right and it just all comes together at that point as well yeah i agree with you there it, i i think it's it is interesting and it, it gives them even if you give somebody the card and let them look at it too right it's like any of that it's it just gets their yeah. juices flowing and they start yep. seeing things and elaborate even maybe more on what you even said. So, yeah. And, you know, and I, you know, I did that just recently with a reading too, which I hadn't done in a while, but um, you know, like with TVs or readings or anything else, like when you do that reading with them and uh, you do the, you do that reading and then if they walk out the door and they go anything that reading that he, she, or whatever said is not true or they didn't feel it was true, then they've already changed the outcome of the reading. Absolutely. 
so they've walked away and they've changed the momentum and what you had said to them because they don't want to believe for whatever reason, whether it's just because they blocked or something you said didn't really necessarily be something they wanted to hear, right? Yes. And uh, not that we're not not that we're not careful in the most part what we say but i think too uh, that really does resonate you know so the more that they even can become uh, more vocal about what some of the things that they want to know is better because then you get to really get into their psyche about what they want to know the answers of right absolutely and i i think too like a lot of people do do that is if it doesn't resonate with them right away and they can't like get that message right away it's like oh okay well what they're telling me must not be right and sometimes you mm-hmm. do need to walk away from that situation and say oh right or later it comes oh, to you and, yeah but i yeah. mean i think we yeah. both always agreed with that and i think we touched on that at one point is it's kind of like a map right if i give you directions yeah. to somewhere and you go off the beaten path doesn't mean what what the guide said to you and the universe said to you in that moment wasn't correct. It just means you deviated and you decided to go down another path. Rather, it was because of what your reading says or your own free will. Very well said, Kimmy. Yes, that's so true. And it was the first time I'd said it in a long time the other day. And I thought, oh, geez, I wonder how come I haven't been saying this. (laughs) But I mean, I guess maybe it just needed to be said at that time. But it's so true though, because you can so block everything and, you know, um, which is okay too, because if you don't like the reading and you don't want anything like to happen in it, fine, you can block it and move it away from it too. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So you have those choices as well. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's TV reading or tarot card or, um, you know, whatever, you know, um, you have to, it's all up to you. It's, it's your stuff. Yep. It absolutely right? is. It really is. Yeah. So one of the other things that we talked about was coping with having intuition um, and some of our experiences and how we deal with that and some of the fears and the protection around coping with that, which I kind of think is from that, right? When you're doing readings for people and, and we were just talking about that before we got on today is is, is doing services, whether it's your readings or Reiki or whatever, and having your own internal fears because you want to provide the best for the person. Um, That's right. Um, not feeling, you know, maybe you haven't done it for a while. So, you know, your skills are kind of rusty. So you're like, Oh, I'm hoping this will be good. Even though, <laughs> even though yep. you've had those past skills, but like, yep. I, I know for you, like for me, it's, I'm more into the era where it's become more accepted. But when you started out doing it, I don't feel like this was an accepted thing <laughs> that people it did. Totally was not. So like, how did, how did you deal with that? Like with, with having the intuition and the experiences that you had with, you know, ghosts and things like that and other people's reaction around that? Well, it was interesting because the younger, of course, I was, um, you know, it, did, it wasn't accepted at all, right? And, uh, of course, it took me until I was really up into my 20s before I actually started to do readings other than just TVs and stuff like that. But most of it was word of mouth because, um, you know, I came from a Roman Catholic background as well. And, um, you know, that's just not in that 
the religion and in most as it is but i mean i think that um nobody wanted to accept the fact that somebody could be intuitive or, or if they were they were so different from everybody else and nobody wanted to accept it could be somebody and actually in their family like how did that happen right so um no it was really strange back in the past where you know when you try to put out there that you could you know you were gifted um but yeah it was always a struggle in a lot of cases it was very much a struggle and you know it it depends on you too i think as a reader because i mean lots of there's been lots of gypsies you know everything out there for all these years um people have been going to them forever too um, but they were just easier to let themselves be known for what they did. It took me a little bit longer because I wanted to still be accepted into groups because I had kids and things like that, right? Yeah. So it um, took me a little longer to really um, announce that I was actually doing it for money and things like that um, openly um, because I wanted to make sure that everything else was wholesome and, and put together before I started putting something else in the pot that made people think that I was kind of work different. Yeah. You know, because uh, people think that if you're gifted or something like that, that you're different and you are um, in some ways, but in the most part as psychics or whatever, talking about you and I, Kimmy, because I know us the most with it is, um, you know, um, it is what you have, right? Right. And you can't change what that is. No. Right? And that's yeah. right. And it, I find it funny because most people, like sometimes I'm hesitant to tell some people like, not that I'm not, you know, proud of what I do and everything else, but at some points I'm a little nervous to tell people because you get such a mixed bag of reactions. Like, right. You get, Oh, that's super cool. Or, Oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, kind of intrigues me, but it kind of scares me or, Oh, great. So now every time you see me, you're reading my mind and it's like, okay, well, it's not like yeah, that, that's but, but right. Yeah, but that's it's, it's one. people's perception of it and yeah. you can't change their perception. I mean, you can just educate and I, and I think them. because people don't know too, Kim, that we have a respect for people in general, or you should have most psychics or mediums or whatever, um, should carry a, a real big, thing with them about uh, respecting the, the decency of others and um you know when you hold that into you're always doing the best for them it's not about you really you no, know and i'd like and, to think uh, most of them do right like yeah including yeah. us like... i think but some it scares some people and um you know that's just the way it is but some people just think that you're a witch and um you know you're bad news right I mean, I've had everything from people coming to my door and knocking on my door and calling me a witch to, um, you know, different things that have happened to me over the years. And uh, it's really unnerving. And um, um, especially when they're, you know, condemning you at your door, you know, for what you're doing. Um, but you can't please all the masses, right? And as time has gone on with me, I found that I just had to be secure in how I put it out there and what I was doing with it so that hopefully um, any of those bad lashes weren't going to bother coming back to me anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the more fear-based we become, then that's putting that out there too. And that's not absolutely. a good thing. Absolutely. And I mean, now it's much more accepted than it ever was before. I mean, you're still going to have some closed mind people and that's their right. But 
Um, that is the right. Yeah. yeah. So what about with, with your first experience? Like, do you remember your first, like your first intuition or, Hey, I'm different. Or do you remember that? Well, I remember, you know, I think I talked about it in one of our um, podcasts about when I was 10 years old and that, um, but I think over the years, as, as, as it became more and more uh, prominent that something was going on other than uh, my imagination, um, that actually it was something that was happening to me. It was interesting because um, as it came on, the different things took me into a different realm of being psychic or my intuition of believing in it. But it was usually because I was... Um, uh, put in a situation where there was a ghost or something like that or a spirit of some sort that came to me um, that helped to bring that on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whether it was in my, at the time it was when you guys were, you in particular, Kim, uh, were a baby. And um, when I started seeing the ghost at that time, I was like, uh, I think I was 18, no, 17 years old. And when I when the ghosts started coming and appearing to me all the time, they were coming as negative, and it was scaring the living hell right out of me. And um, and I had to believe in my intuition that when I pulled the covers over my eyes because I was scared of what I was seeing, that I had to have my intuition going, no, it's nothing to be afraid of. Pull it down. It's okay. You can make them go away. Right. Right. And um, and that's when I really started to believe that. Um, the more I sourced it out sort of thing that my intuition was strong enough to make some of these negative stuff just go away. Yeah. And, um, and, but there was, that was all just another portion of finding out about intuition. It's like, you have to know the good with the bad or the white with the dark or whatever the case may be in order to actually, um, not transform through it and live with it without being freaked out about it all the time, even your own self. Right. And also you and I both know that you can't have messages to people. that's going to scare the hell out of them. Well, no, that's right. And I think that's one thing that we, you know, every reader is different and I think every reader does their own thing, but that's one thing I think both you and I decided early on and you taught me and then in future things that I learned was, right, the, about the, not the death, the not the, like, yes, you talk about sickness, but you don't diagnose and you, there's just things that you don't say. I mean, you might say the, hey, you should probably go get checked out or something like that or I you know getting this pain around here like you can you can talk about it but you don't diagnose it and you know be giving somebody what you think it is or even if you're getting it you know yeah I think there has to be that and I think I mean there is readers out there that do do that and that's their thing but that was never ours to no, I was never comfortable with that because uh, not that you don't believe in what your guides are telling you, that because you do. Yeah. But um, it's not about you. No. Uh, it's about the person you're reading. So you read, you feel what's coming across with them. If they're already nervous in the reading, the last thing you're going to do is give them bad information. It's going to make them even worse. You know, so, and you get that as a reader in you get to get you get their feelings and their nervousness is not and so uh, you know it's a blessing because then you don't give out things that they can't handle no that's right that's exactly you right. know 
know, yeah. and you shouldn't do that because I know that um, my sister one time she had a somebody tell her that you know she had to pay them some money in order to get this bad spirit away. Well, she was just freaked right out. And um, you know when she called me, I said to her, "Oh my God!" Like, you know, I know I just wanted to try somebody different, but I mean, yeah, some of them are really spooky. Yep, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, and, and everybody has, and depending on where you go down different things, that's that's their belief and that's their culture and all kinds of stuff yeah. a lot of times yeah. with that kind of thing. But at the same point, yeah, I agree with you. I, I like to come from the lighter side where you're, you know, definitely delivering the message. And definitely if there is some kind of health thing, like you need to give that message enough that the person's like, yeah, I should probably go get that checked out. That's but right. Not, that's right. But not to the point that you're inflicting that much pain on that person that now they're worried they're sick. The door and, running to and, the hospital. Yeah, they can't do that either. Exactly, right? and having anxiety and all the rest of it. So that's right. That's and I think this is a really good topic topic to talk about because my last reading that I did, uh, the girls neither one had been to uh, anybody like me before, and. Um, um, you know, so they were quite nervous and whatnot, but I think by the time, well, actually, I know by the time we were finished it, they were quite calm and they were right, right good with the fact that they had um, chose the right person to go to for them sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's important to tell people that, you know, talk to me too, because I can tell you more about what you want to know. And uh, no, I'm not going to tell you about the things you don't really want to hear, you know, exactly. um, like, you and I know that when we start, excuse me, and start talking about something, if it's on the negative side, oftentimes spirit will come back, oh, whoa, and stop you from even saying it, mumble on your words and just stumble on your words and <laughs> stuff like that, start coughing or whatever the case may be. And then you, you know that spirit's going, uh, no, you're not relaying that, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, they're it's either they're not ready to hear it, or you know, it's not your place to say it, or that's right. The, yeah, that's right. it's just you know, there's something why you can't say it. And I think when you yeah. come from the light, you know, and I mean, every reader is different. Every reader works somewhat the same, but different. And I think yes, when you're looking yes. for someone to do your readings, you do have to feel comfortable with their energy and feel you do because I have gone you and got a reading and thought, I just I'm not good with this reader. Like I just mm-hmm. you get like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a picky energy or, or just uncomfortable. Right. And, and I've had people come to me that were very, you know, sometimes you could open that closeness, but Sometimes I'm just not the reader for them. And it's not a personal thing. It's an energy thing. It is an energy thing. And the thing that I find too, because now when I do my, my readings um, or my mediumship or whatever, now what I do is I always burn sage first. Yeah. And um, my smudge and I smudge the people because um, I want them to be at peace, you know, feeling yeah. that, you know, they're asking to be cleared and that type of thing. And also, um, you know, I don't want any other energy staying at my house if it's at my home, um, you know, anything like that. So, I mean, it's, I find that that too helps to open the people too. And they, and they really get to know my energy then. Right. And they have the opportunity at that point, if they don't like it, they can still leave and do whatever. 
Absolutely. I, 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 I hundred percent agree with that because it is such an energy exchange and that's really in anything, I think, metaphysical wise, rather it's your readings or it's tea leaves or it's Reiki or it's, you know, meditation or whatever. It's an energy share and you have to have that connection with that to be able to get the whole thing. But I mean, it can just even be going to an exercise class or, you know, really it could be just your day-to-day life going to the doctor. I mean, if you don't have that good, everything is energy. So if you don't have that connection, then that's not the doctor for you, or that's not a yoga teacher for you or the trainer for you or whatever it is. That's not the person for you. If you don't have that good energy connection, especially on a personal basis like that. That's right. That's right. You know, and and that you're right. And everything you do, you should be trusting your gut on what it's telling you, you know, and um, his intuition is so big um, and we all have it. We just don't trust it enough. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. I I agree with that. Okay, we're going to take a short break and then we'll come back and wrap things up and maybe pick one more subject and talk about that and then go from there. Sounds good. All right. Okay, welcome back. And so we're going to talk about one more thing and then we're going to cut you all loose for the week. Um, We're going to talk about (laughs) protecting yourself with more than white light. So we always talk about how we protect ourselves with our smudge before we do anything and how we always ask for the white light around us when we're, you know, going into certain situations or we're doing readings or what have you. Um, We always talk about that, but there is other ways to protect yourself in addition to that, I guess, like crystals is one. So you, you can carry crystals with you in your vehicle, which I think both you and I do. Um, we do. You can. We have them in our homes. We have the crystals hanging in our homes. That is for all different reasons that we have them. Yeah. But also to protect ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have crystals that I bring with me when I do readings. Um, for Crystal. clarity and all the rest of it. Yeah. Crystals, can... crystals is a great thing. Crystals, crystals is a wonderful thing, and you can wear them. Yeah. So if you have crystal yeah. necklaces, or you know, I have a friend that. When she goes out for the day, she puts them in her bra because she's a girl and can, um, right? <laughs> but like just different things, or you can put them in your purse or in your pocket and those things. So crystals are really good to do. I think when you touched on the thing when you were starting out and they were scaring you and even pulling the cover over your head and sort of asking them to go away, that's another way of protecting yourself is actually speaking it or saying like okay you know what talking to the angels talking to the ghosts and being like no no you got to back off right now that's right yeah that's right i mean like with a smudge you could even use um you know like um just crisp you could always use sense essence too yeah because every one of those will give you something it's the same thing as when I'm doing a, if I'm going to be gluing or clearing or something, I call in angels yep. 
to be with me and protect me, you know, and my spirit guides and that kind of thing to be with me and protect me. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, so, used I mean, my, yeah. I've used my rosary beads for different things. Yes. Um, yes. That you too. know, like I, I'm not, as, as we all have talked about on this, I'm not an overly religious person, but the rosary beads is something that I believe in. And so then I absolutely will carry my rosary beads if I was maybe going to go do a clearing or if I was feeling really Holy. unsettled or maybe you were going to see somebody that was sick in the the hospital. Um, Mala beads is another one that you can use yeah. for that because it's just a protection. Um, yeah. I've, I, I've carried my Buddha. Um my beads from the Tibetans. Yeah. Prayer beads. Yeah. Um, with me at times. Yeah. Um, I'm big on calling on angels and that kind of thing, though. Yeah. I For protection. Yeah, Another thing we do, Kim, is we sweep our doors and add salt. Yes, that's right. That's right. Definitely. We do our Reiki symbols or I have some yep. pentacles that I put over my door to... Um, sage mm -hmm. is another one that I just actually recently a lot of people or not sage sorry sweet grass long sweet grass a lot of the healers that I've been going to for different things rather it's been acupuncture or what have you or even my naturopath has it over her door is the yeah. piece of sweet grass and that's to keep negative energy out as well so I thought that was yeah. I mean, we sage, but I didn't know just keeping it up there full time helped keep negative energy out. So that's right. I mean, anything that brings on um, positive energy is a good thing to protect yourself with, right? Absolutely. Um, so uh, whatever makes you feel right, like we even say the Lord's Prayer and things like that, um, um, to, for clearing and for also protection, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can go in so many different ways to get what you need um, to get the protection so that you know that you're already always safe. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as long as you're grounding yourself and you're like white lighting or doing your prayer where you're connecting to the universe and you're asking to be protected, if you can't see that white light, envisioning it or, you know, whatever it is or the gold light or it just depends like what you're looking at doing of what you maybe need in that particular situation but that's right that's it's, right it's it's oh. good and i just I, I guess i just wanted to touch base back with that because i know we had talked about it a little bit and it was just like there's just so many other ways that you can protect yourself and you got to figure what works no. for you you know if you no, could. it's a good idea to talk about it because there are so many different ways to do it. And, uh, you know, that's, I think, another reason why classes are so ex important with some of this stuff because it really does help you to um, gather up the information about how to do this stuff properly so that um, you're safe and all that, all the rest of it, you know, every time you're with it. Yeah, absolutely. No what you're doing with it, right? Yeah, because you want to protect the people that you're um, working on, but you also want to protect yourself at the same time. So it's an, that's it's right because I don't want for... them leaving their ghosts at my house either. No, or if no. I even your place of business, you don't want it left there. No, it's just one of those things, right? Absolutely, so that's okay. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely true. And so I guess that'll be a, a good entryway into saying that probably in the next couple of weeks, if I can get my crap together, I've started it. Our website should be up and live. 
Um, so one of the things we will be doing, not right away, but down in the future, we'll be um, hosting some courses. So if you're interested in that, you'll be able to go on the website and do that. We'll be also offering our services that we do, our Reiki, our readings, clearings. Um, I got my essential oils. There will be our podcast information. Yep. Um, and then to be term determined from there, we'll see how the website goes and then <laughs> add on. Or in other words, or in other words, we're trying to kick butt. We're just been a little slow at getting it going. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so we'll eventually get it going here. I got I got the foundation down. So hopefully within the next couple of weeks, <laughs> we'll be able to announce our website, and you'll be able to go on there if you're interested. But um, as always, yeah, Kim, Kimmy's been off. Kim, you've been awesome, Kim, because oh, you thanks. you work a full time job and you're still doing all this stuff and getting it in organ organized and you know um, grateful number one. But uh, yeah, you you're very good at what you do there. So well, thank, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, <laughs> and thank you. And can can do it without our partnership. So um, yes. And as always, if anybody has any questions or comments. Um, positive feedback and reviews. We'd love that. And we like and love us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hit us up on our Facebook and Instagram. I'm hoping maybe I'm going to look into it a little bit about TikTok and see what we can yeah. do with that. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. So, yep. And please just keep coming back and listening to our podcast. Yes. And if there's any uh, topics you want us to talk about, please do. And if you'd like to be on our show, please let us know because we would love that. And uh, you just get your foot better so we can do this in person soon. <laughs> I will do. All right. I will do. I'm working hard on it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay well, okay. well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And have a magical week. You betcha.